Chapter 8. The Duration Though Dorothy Vaughn loved her new job in Hampton and was proud to be helping her country with the war effort, she missed her children terribly. She sometimes worked 18-hour days and the demands of her job made it difficult for her to get home except for during holidays. And it seemed like the minute she walked through the door at the family house back in Farmville, there was time for her to turn around and head back to Newport News. When she could go home, the back-and-forth lifestyle was taking a toll. Dorothy wanted something more permanent. Like most of the computers at the Langley Memorial Aeronautical Laboratory, Dorothy was a temporary war service employee. She didn't know when or if the laboratory would offer her a permanent job. Dorothy knew what she wanted her future to look like, so in July 1944, she signed a lease on a new two-bedroom apartment in Newsom Park. Dorothy wanted her children eventually to live with her for good in Newport News. This two-bedroom apartment would be a start. But finding the right house hadn't been easy. There weren't enough homes available to meet the demands of the growing African-American population. Dorothy chose a neighborhood near where she had been living for the previous nine months. It included black families from all income levels. Domestic workers lived next to doctors, lawyers next to laborers, small business owners next to civil servant mathematicians. All were welcome. Dorothy's new home was identical to the 1,199 others that had been built in the same subdivision. Newsom Park was also designed to keep morale high among the wartime workers who had to work long hours under stressful conditions. The Newsom Park residents loved that their neighborhood had a community center with a kitchen and banquet space, rooms for club meetings, and basketball and tennis courts. They even had a baseball diamond. And the shopping center included a grocery store, drugstore, barber shop, beauty parlor, cleaners, and a TV repair shop. A nursery school and a new elementary school were in walking distance from her new apartment. Dorothy's mother-in-law tried to discourage the move. You're not going to take my babies, she said to Dorothy. Dorothy appreciated her mother-in-law's help all the months she'd been away, but now she needed her children to be close to her. A year after Dorothy left Farmville, her children moved into the apartment in Newsom Park. They started at Newsom Park Elementary School in the fall of 1944. Her husband continued to travel with his job as a bellman. He came down to visit when he could, but he didn't stay long. Victory over Japan. By 1945, five out of ten people in southeastern Virginia worked for the government. Housing development sprawled for miles. The community was built around the business of war, but people were starting to wonder what a defense industry boomtown would become during a time of peace. The answer came on VJ Day, Victory Over Japan Day. On August 14, 1945, at 7 p.m., newscasters announced that World War II was over. All over town, soldiers and civilians streamed into the streets. Business owners locked their doors and joined the celebrations that went on through the night. P 
People paraded down the streets and workers held hands to form human chains as they danced around cars. Makeshift confetti rained down from windows onto the streets below. But after the initial celebrations and parties, uncertainty settled in. Three weeks after VJ Day, the Norfolk Journal and Guide reported layoffs of 1,500 Newport News shipyard workers and a, quote, decrease for women workers, both white and colored, unquote. Returning servicemen were expected to have first claim on the jobs that remained in the peacetime economy. With the return of men who had been fighting overseas, the demand for women workers dropped. Two million American women, black and white alike, received pink slips, or notices that they were losing their jobs, even before the war officially ended. Some women looked forward to going home. Others enjoyed their jobs and their paychecks, and they didn't want to go back to the traditional female roles in the kitchen and nursery. Many husbands will return home to find that the helpless little wives they left behind have become grown independent women, wrote a female columnist in the Norfolk Journal and Guide. Post-war prejudice. Almost immediately after VJ Day, some employers returned to their policies of not hiring African Americans. With the labor market changing, the dream that many black leaders had of establishing permanent economic opportunity began to slip away. No one was more opposed to opening hiring policies to African Americans than Virginia's Democratic Senator Harry Byrd, who called the policy the most dangerous idea ever seriously considered. Bird's family had built a newspaper and apple-growing fortune, and he treated segregation as a religion. He ran a political machine that kept the poor of all races divided against one another. Dorothy, like so many of the others who had come to Hampton Roads during the war, didn't want to return to her former life. She assumed that she was going to keep her job and continue with her new life. It wasn't a risk-free bet. Dorothy committed to the lease on the apartment in Newsom Park before Langley converted her wartime employee status to that of permanent civil service employee. She didn't want to wait to put down roots in her new home, even though it soon became apparent that losing the apartment was still a possibility. Dorothy and the others who lived in her neighborhood learned that some local officials wanted to demolish Newsom Park and redevelop the neighborhood and federal authorities planned to pry the houses off their foundations and send them to war-devastated populations in Europe. The residents went back and forth with the government over the status of their neighborhood, which they had come to love. The government said that Newsom Park was, quote, not temporary in character, yet not permanent in its current location, unquote. Though they lived in a state of limbo, the people of Newsom Park were determined to do everything they could do to keep their community alive. Life in Newport News was an adjustment for Dorothy's children, who missed their small-town freedom and the space at the big house in Farmville. But as the months passed, the family settled in. Dorothy had become quite close to her fellow West computer, Miriam Mann. They were friends both at work and at home, and their families had become like one large extended family. When Dorothy and Miriam learned that the famous African-American singer, Marian Anderson, was going to perform at Hampton Institute, 
the women made plans for their families to go together. On the day of the performance, Dorothy looked over at her children, who were entranced by Anderson's beautiful voice. Dorothy knew this moment was one of her family would never forget. She knew they were home.